Love and affection is essential to a child's brain development. Feeling loved helps build confidence, helps with how our children cope with stress, and in turn, how they express and show love to others. I love this topic because saying I love you is overdone in my house, and I discuss this often on my platforms. Today, I'm sitting to discuss the power of love with Katie Ray, an author of Uniquely Loved for Being You, and also the founder of Humans First Coaching and Fostering Hearts of Florida, a nonprofit organization. Katie is also a fellow mom. Let's enjoy this lovely conversation. Hi, I'm Yamel, a registered nurse, doula, international board certified lactation counselor, and a business owner. But most importantly, I'm a mother. Join in as we empower you with tools and resources provided by myself and our expert guests. Let us lighten your load by providing tons of laughs, but most of all, hold hands in this community we call motherhood. Let's dive in. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the Motherhood Kit. Hi, Amel. Thanks for having me. I need you to tell our listeners a bit more about yourself because my intro, I don't think does justice for you because every time we meet, it seems like I learned something else. So spill the beans, tell them all the things. Because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Um, I am a mother. I am a business owner. I um, co-founded Humans First Coaching and Consulting. We go into organizations to pour back into people who are working in corporate still because um, not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur, but they need to f- fulfill their cups up and feel fulfilled yeah. at work. Um, and then I have a nonprofit I founded called Fostering Hearts Florida, which focuses on keeping siblings together and kids aging out of the system because I feel community is a big part of people thriving. And then I um, I have an annual event called Celebrate You. Uh, it's a big women's event that focuses on celebrating anything and everything that you are. It is inclusive, so men are totally allowed to come and hang out. Uh, a lot of powerhouses come to that event, and it's amazing. Um, I also just wrote a book, Uniquely Loved for Being You, for children in really powerless situations. Um, I am writing a book right now about labels that were given throughout our life. It'll be an, it's like a self-help book that we need to drop the negative labels that that harm us. And yeah, I'm I like to do things that are good for me and feel good. And I love being a friend and a sister and a daughter and all the things that we get to do. Um, yeah. But my favorite is, is motherhood and showing my kids to do your own thing too while being a mom. Like that's not my only label. Yes. And, and that's definitely at the heart of what we talk about here at the motherhood kit is definitely not losing our identity. I very much want to um, keep my identity while also being an amazing mom. I, I We were just talking about that in another episode where it's like mothering is one of the things that I do and I want to be really good at that, but I also love doing all the other things. So that's why I wanted you to share all the things that you do. All the things. <laughs> yes, all the yeah. things. That's right up my alley, of course. The topic today is the power of love and showing our kids love, which for me is extremely important. I grew up in a house where, and my mom may listen to this and feel the opposite. They were very good at showing us love, showing us. So 
food in the fridge. It was a very wholesome, you know, type of family. They did a lot of things with us. I can't remember that I heard the word love a lot. I love you or in Spanish, te quiero. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, hugs here and there and things like that. But I think that sometimes us as parents, we think that our kids should just know that they love us because we're doing all this stuff for them. We're being a parent. We're showing up. We're getting up when they're sick. But the power of love is very important to me. And I I got my husband when we got married, when we started dating. I'm very like touchy, feely. I love to hug. I love to kiss my friends. COVID was horrible for me. I was in a I was going through it, but I also brought that to him where the affection and saying, I love you still. Sometimes I'm like, hello, you didn't tell me you love me today, which is why I love that you wrote this book as well. I write love notes to my kids and I talk about that on my platform. So can we discuss a little bit the importance of kids feeling loved, Mm -hmm. right? And how it's so beneficial for their emotional, mental well-being. I think uh, that's one of the things like I, I came from a very loving home but I and with you like you know you've worked with foster kids and kids whose parents are not around and it's like they don't get that no and I mean as a nurse too you know that babies need that people are volunteering to hold babies like can we yeah so like there's literally scientific proof here that just feeling loved being seen being like is just good for the soul and thriving and feeling supported and especially a good point was like covid like kids were stuck on a computer. That's why I'm like really big. I'm like, yeah, my kids watch TV and sometimes they have screens, but like I'm sitting down here at the table with you playing a card game and looking at you in the eyes. It's just mm-hmm. such a different feeling than me putting you on a screen, like, and just learning. Yeah. So like all those little pieces uh, play a big part, but I originally wrote this when my kids were really little and my husband was going through recovery and it was six years ago. And I just wrote down words of affirmation. Like, I know this is not your fault know that you are loved and like all these things is in my head. I'm like, if they were older, how hard is it for kids to understand what's going on with their parent who's present, but working on themselves. Right. And they need to recover for the health of the family or for the health of themselves. But it's like, what did I do? Or what in powerless situations? Then I started learning more about foster kids and understanding. And they're in that situation all the time. And just kids in general, like the attention piece, you know, because we're adults, let's, let's be honest, we get technologies taking us over sometimes, we're worrying about other things, and they don't get that attention like we used to get as children. Yeah. And it's just a different feeling to not feel like you're enough. Um, so I really wrote down affirmation words, and I'm like, I'm going to get my friend to illustrate. I, and I, I talked her through it. Like, I want any kid to be able to look at this and be like, oh, that, that could be me. Or like, oh, I see myself in this. And I think another thing we always miss is imagination. I know you and I as moms are just like big kids. Um, we love, you know, my kids will call me lame sometimes. So I'm like, come here. Oh my God, I love that. You're the best. You know, and I give them like words of affirmation. They're like, okay, mom, calm down. But I love playing and things like that. And I feel like we lose that as adults in imagination. And I want kids to know, like, don't lose that. Yeah. Like just still play the games, be whoever you want to be. And, you know, I, I watch my kids do this all the time and I'm not a perfect mom. Believe me, I get temper short fuse like I'm just like oh I'm human we don't have any perfect moms on this show no, yeah, exactly like there's no yeah exactly. <laughs> so I love this show um, but I also think if we just took a second and just took a deep breath and be like they are so little yeah and moldable 
and they see everything, if we can just acknowledge to them and validate that this is hard right now, instead of being like, just don't bring it up. Yeah. If you don't bring it up, they, they won't say anything. It's like, no, why, why do we have to have talks with kids early now about sex? Why do we have to have talks with, because the internet's a scary place and you don't want them yeah. seeing images and not coming up to you and being like, mom, I just saw this today. Can you help me through this? Yeah. Cause my mind is a mess. Like I want kids to know that they are seen, they are loved, they are unique, however that looks. And I got, I get to go into schools and read to kids and I love comments from kids. There's so much fun. There's so They're much. so unfiltered and hilarious. So I I asked so my daughter's a third grade teacher and I always ask her. She says that we would not even imagine the things that they tell that they tell the teachers. And they are very transparent for the most part. It's, so that's one of the things that I always talk to other parents. When I meet their kids and their kids are able to have a conversation with me and they tell me stuff and they're very vibrant and just confident. I, you will hear me rather than me say, oh my God, your child is so beautiful. I will probably say, oh my God, your child is so confident. And I, and I notice that even more because I do feel you're right. As a nurse, as a birth worker, as someone that teaches about childbirth and that first skin to skin, what that does as far as development and going to our kids when they cry, what that does for development, the power of love, the power of giving this gift to our kids, it builds their confidence and builds on their development. And it also helps them to be able to express to other people so it's, we're giving them the gift of being able to have better relationships with other people as well. doesn't mean that everyone is going to be like me or you, that we love to hug and kiss. And oh, yeah. I think we're missing the mark there. We think that expressing love means Affection. we're going to be kissing on each other and all that. I mean, yeah. And then there, there's just culture into play, right? Um, I come from a large Lebanese mm-hmm. family. My husband's a large Cuban family. But I never, my middle child does not want to hug everybody. And kiss everybody. She might see us do it, but she just doesn't want to do it. And I'm totally okay with it. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, okay, give them nuts or look at them and say hi. Like, yeah, I never force a child to do stuff like like that's. And then for me, that's me giving her love because I see you. I understand that you do not want to hug everybody, mom. Why do you hug everyone? Why do you tell so many people you love them? Because I do love them. Um, but like, I get like you're not. We're not going to be the same. And that's also I want us to realize how. We don't treat our children in our society right and yeah. in all aspects. And it's like if we can just hone in and, and children, the elderly, like these are amazing mm-hmm. groups of individuals that we just don't support or serve as well as we should as just mm-hmm. a society. And yep, it's like, yep, yep. how do we make it better? And I love that the grand and I'm very, very, very blessed to have all sets of grandparents around Got my mom and her husband. I have my dad and his husband and I have my, my in-laws. So like they have three sets of grandparents, which they're around a lot. And I feel like that helps a kid grow too. Like the different generations, not like, it's just like being a part of something different. It just helps mold them into just better humans. What do you think are some signs that maybe are, should be like red flags that our kids are not feeling loved by us that maybe we need to do some work internally or make some changes or recruit help to make sure that they are feeling loved. What do you think are some signs? Um, I think some signs as not a professional, um, but I can tell when my kids are, yes, super emotional about uh, one of the kids will be using like a marker of hers. 
and she is just crying about it and wants it back and screaming. And it's like, something's happening here where we got to yes. take a minute. It's funny to watch like my firstborn to now it's like, I've, I've definitely learned like patience and like seeing that they're just like a ball of feelings all the time. Like we are, you know, when we wake up mm-hmm. feeling like crap, it's like, we have to motivate yep. ourselves somehow. We expect kids to do that. It just doesn't, it blows my mind how we do that. So like little things when they act out, I think people take it as disrespect. Do not get me wrong. They should not be talking back to you, but we need to kind of peel that back. Like, have they been on the screen and now they're getting vicious, which they do. You can ask teachers when they do like technology time and they got to take away teachers see that like big time. Um, And instead of like point always being like, you're being bad. It's like, no, let's kind of like what's going on. Or there's other feelings besides happy, mad. Yeah, that's kind of counterproductive. We see it a lot with kids in, like, because you said, I, I have a lot of experience in foster care. I was in foster care as a nurse for probably 10 years. And what I saw a lot was withdrawal, a lot of withdrawal. Kids are just, you know, they go, go to school, they go to school, but they don't really talk to anyone or in their foster home. They're very withdrawn. They're very to themselves. And people will say, well, that kid is just shy. It's like, no, they're oh. not. They they are lacking some love, some empathy, some words of affirmation. So that's a that's a big one that sticks out to me. With my kids, I've seen moments where, like you said, extremely emotional, having outbursts for no reason, which I'm you know, you get to know your kids, you know them really well. Or sometimes they'll they'll even act like they don't want that affection or that love, but that's when they need it the most. Uh, William is my big guy, big teddy bear. And I absolutely love to hug my son. I wish I could hug him like at every moment that I see him. And sometimes he's just like, he wants to be this cool guy, like mom, whatever. But I know that I could tell that he wants it because yeah. he doesn't push me away. He'll just kind of like grunt, you know, under he his can't breath. He loves it. He can't say he loves it. <laughs> right. He can't because he won't be cool. He won't be a big, you know, football guy if he says that he loves that. Um, but I think like tuning into that with our kids they're not going to tell us, mom, I want love. They're not going to tell us that. They don't even, they still don't even understand what that is. It's our, it's our job to show them the power of love. And I also believe in, in role-playing a lot. We talked about that in the episode when it came to having friends, having friends as, as moms, um, where the same thing, if you, if our kids I'm okay with my kids seeing me, you know, say I love you a hundred times to my husband or to my mom or to one of the other kids or to my friends. Like you said, I think that showing them that also will help them to be able to express love to those around them. And I think, just you know, I, I think what, what happened when I was younger in middle school and high school, I felt like I had to like keep up with, I was in a wealthy school. We were middle-class family, but I felt like Oh, I gotta be as cool. Like I gotta go buy something like this, or I have to, and I just like letting them know, like where we're at is perfect. Where mm-hmm. what you're doing is great. You don't have to like soccer because so and so likes soccer. You can like and just like remind it, like their uniqueness. That I don't think was again my parents loving as ever, but it was never honed in on like you can do what you like to do. Mm-hmm. It was more like no, you're starting this, you're starting this, and if I asked to do something, it was like no, we'll try this. 
So I, I think just letting them know, and, and of course, teaching them discipline, I think is one of the hardest things I've found out is because the world looks so easy. That's also us being loving. That's also us being exactly. loving to them. And people think it's like, oh no, just like, I don't know if they call it like helicopter mom or something, but like, no, I'm talking about teach. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to encourage you and love you, but I also need to teach you just like, you have to be disciplined in your life. Things aren't going to get handed to you. Life's going to come at you hard. Like life is not, I always tell them we pray for the strength to get through life, not an easy life. Like that's it. Yeah. That's what we pray for. So a lot of us, a lot of us do come from homes that our parents, because of course it's generational. So like, I know for a fact that my parents probably didn't hear that all the time in their home. So I don't think they did it purposely to us. They showed us my mom, you know, like I can, I tell everybody, I could call my parents literally right now and say, I am craving X, Y, Z. My parents will literally stop whatever they're doing to like make me whatever I want. Same thing with my kids. That is their way of showing love. They don't know how to exactly say it because they weren't raised that way. But what do you think are some practical tips that we can share with our listeners of how we can change that whole dynamic and show our kids love? So I'll start like one of the things that I love to do is love notes which I think we can incorporate your tip of words of affirmation. What else do you think that we can put into place right now? Hi, moms. We know you are fiercely navigating the busy world of mothering. The Motherhood Kid Podcast has got your back. This episode is proudly sponsored by One Love Nanny Services, reshaping childcare in Tampa Bay with a personal touch. Imagine tailored, exceptional childcare without the hassle. One Love Nanny understands the demands of your fast-paced life. We offer time-saving, customized nanny matching services and convenient babysitting memberships. Elevate your childcare experience with precision and care. Visit onelovenanny.com today because every family deserves exceptional support. I think something that's not time. I literally do 10 minutes with each of the older kids. The three-year-old wouldn't really understand 10 minutes. One-on-one with them in their room and we play a game. Oh, I love that. Because, and and you know, when we miss a day, they'll ask, mom, when are we doing this? Mm. Because they, especially with siblings, you know, they're always fighting for that attention piece. And it's like, time is so, I tell them, if I ever check my phone or my email, my work email, while I'm with you, you can grab my phone. And my son has taken it multiple times for me. Ooh. And I said, mom, you're not supposed to be on your phone. And I'm like, you are so right. Thank you. And I don't get mad at him. I just say, oh my gosh, thank you. I'm going to start doing that. Another one that I do is I love after school chats. And I um, talk a, a lot about that on my platform. And I give people different types of questions. questions. I do. Yes. Thank you. I no longer ask, how was school today? Kids, yeah. that is nothing say to them. anything. No. <laughs> No, but, and I think that a lot, I need to like really get into this and teach people. It's not going to happen overnight, but by us asking these questions every day, there's going to come a point that yes, they are going to get in the car and blab all the things. So my girls are super chatty. They will, the morning time, this morning I learned so much. I learned about 
a dream that Juliana had. I learned about something going on in school. They whipped out my phone and, and they looked up what hairstyle they wanted me to do. And while I was doing that hairstyle, they told me five stories. So I think another way is truly being just how we're interested when we're talking to our friends. Curious. Right. Curious and interested in their life. Mm -hmm. We think like they're a kid. They don't have a life. Yes, they do. Oh, they do. And at nighttime is when I know they don't want to go to sleep, but I always tell my husband because we lay down in there and then we get up and leave. I'm like, milk it because they tell you all the things at all nighttime. The things. And all, I mean, because they also don't want to go to sleep yet, but it's also you get everything from I mean, from dreams. To, yeah, all the things. And I love it. And you're right with the continuing to do it because at first they're like, what are these questions? And now they'll be like, hey, I helped so-and-so today do this. And I'm like, okay. You know, and they'll just say it. But it did. It took, a, it took a little bit. They're like, what's your question now, mom? <laughs> yeah. And I drop now for those of us that have older kids, kids that do have technology, like mine's are older. They have their own cell phone. I'll drop love bombs. I love you because this and that. I remember the time that we did this. I loved that in our life. And I'm so proud of you. All of those types of words. It, it, just a plain I love you, I think, carries a lot of power. And then like in the little girls' lunch boxes, I like to leave love notes. So I'll write, you know, in my handwriting. I remember Tatiana, my now she's 22. She kept a lot of them from grade school. Aww. She kept a lot of them because I guess it was just really special for her. And she's my little emotional girl. So it makes sense. But even William, that will not always say, you know, he's a big, tough guy. He won't always say, I love you. I'm still, you know, feeding that, just throwing the Born, yeah. little sprinkles because I know that it will come full circle. And that's my thing too. Like, um, I think we forget about the boys sometimes. So yes. it's like continuing to do it and making sure that wherever, whatever their life like leads them to, they felt supported and didn't feel like they had to fit that mold or, you know, like, so he'll still take the hugs. Maybe he won't be like, I love these hugs, but he feels it. Um, but I want, I like want to nourish that sensitivity and love. And it's very, I feel like we do leave them behind. Cause even like looking at my husband growing up, and like my, like, it's just, it was different. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want that for the boys now. Like I want them to feel supported as much as possible and loved. Mm -hmm. I love this for us. I love this for us to get their hands <laughs> on, on the book and be able to share that with their kids. And I know that a lot of us, our families look different and maybe our, you know, we're not going through someone that is, is in a program, right? A rehab program or our kid is not in foster care, but I think we're still going through different things. We're going through loss. We're going through separations. And in those moments, even more, our kids need to feel love. They need that power of love. Oh yeah. Just all of them. Are, you know, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And I even say to the kids when I read them, like all of our families look different. A family looks different. You know, you could live with your aunt, you could live with your cousin, you could live with one parent, you could, you know, however that looks or just to remind them. But you know what? It, it's been really refreshing because in this crazy world right now, it's really nice to see the kids who open up, who tell you about their family that looks different or isn't like, you know, and there's a lot of like love in those class. Teachers are killing it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, it's really nice to 
you know, to see all these news headlines, but also know like in the classroom where kids are feeling the love and nurture that they need. Oh, they feel so much love. Yeah. I, I'm like a, a celebrity in town because I'm, I miss Belen's mom. So they stop me everywhere. Are you Miss Belen's mom? That's my teacher. Like <laughs> she's a superstar. And I just, yeah. it warms my heart to know that she is making such a difference in, in kids' lives. And that, you know, that one teacher that you walk away, you always remember that teacher. And I think Brie oh, will yeah. be that for them. 100%. She calls them, she calls her, her students, her little rainbows. So all of them are her rainbows and they all, even the ones that now are, have left the classroom, they come back to see her because they're her rainbows and, you know, they bring rainbows to her classroom. So it's the cutest thing. Yeah. That's super cute. I love that. But again, you know, feel nur- you feel the nurture and support from your parents or guardians. And it's like, that's what you want to give. Yeah, the power of love. I just want to give it off. Thank yeah. you so much, Katie. So I have one last question for you. Uh-huh. How are you staying true to yourself as you navigate motherhood and all these things that you have going on? I stay true to myself by honoring my um, commitments to myself in the mornings when I work out. I always do that. I stay Mm. true that way to make sure I'm honoring that. And I talk to the kids and not like I don't seep in that mom guilt anymore when I have a trip or I'm filling my cup up with my friends or doing something like that. I let them know mom is not only a mom, even though it's her favorite job. And I honor myself and let them know I'm, I'll see you tomorrow, but I'm going to go tonight and I'm going to do this. Or, you know, I'm very honest and open. And that's how I honor myself because filling my cup up with either events or friends connections and stuff is very important to me because it keeps me, me. Um, so just honoring myself in those ways is, is how I, stay true. I love that. Thank you so much for joining the motherhood kit. And we will be sharing more about the the book and how people can purchase the book in the show notes. I appreciate you so much. Bye Katie. That's all for today's episode of the motherhood kit. I hope that you take away from this and drop some love bombs to your kids today. Remember, every little gesture really builds on the power of love for our kids. Let's continue the conversation. I love to chat. You can find details on how to reach me, how to learn more about Katie Ray, and how to purchase her book in the show notes. Let's continue to hold hands together in this season of motherhood. Until next time.